uh, I Love You by Soldier Boy on Hoxton Radio. You're listening to George Vera and Ian Coulter on Hoxton Radio. Right. Hello, Ian. Hello. Um, now, why did we just listen to Well, um, I Love You by Soldier Boy? We, we should uh, make it clear. It's not the Soldier Boy oh. that you know. Yes. It's not Soldier Boy or Tell Him, I'm going to dance for you, it's called Soldier Boy. Yeah. Oh, give them evil left to right. Yeah. And it's on the thirty. oh, I'm that bitch. And so, it's not that one. No. It's Soja Boy, S-O-J-A, yeah. Boy, mm-hmm. who is at Usman, yeah. a.k.a. Usman <laughs> from... Um, before the 90 Days. Uh, 90 Day Fiance, Before the 90 Days. Yeah. yeah. I, I really love the... It's, it's funny, like, also... Um, if you've watched the show, which we talk about every week, and we'll talk about it again now, yeah. um, before the 90 days, uh, uh, Usman, it, it, there's lots of it is about the f- stupid Lisa woman and them getting married, right? But there's a bit at the beginning when they're talking about um, mm. that he put a model in the video and Lisa didn't like there was a model in the video. Yeah. The official video on YouTube has the model back in there. Oh, really? Interesting. So I wonder what's happened there. Hmm. Um, so we'll find out. But um, I've got to say, yeah. the model looks better than Lisa does. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's a plump for. Because it's weird. On one hand, it makes perfect sense that she's jealous of the model. Yeah. And in one sense, it should be a sort of fifty-year-old ugly white woman. Mm. But also, they've got like a quite attractive African woman. Right. So I don't know which is better. I don't. I'm just saying that Usman, mm. Soldier Boy, mm. has gone with the model in this scenario. Right. So we'll see how that plays out for him. I don't know. Career don't know. suicide. Um, yeah, but we were just talking during the song about mm. 90 Day Fiance. Um, I mean, it's heating up. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, we shouldn't just literally every every week, I think, which we have been doing, <laughs> just list what happens in that episode. <laughs> yeah, but we've got I don't think that's interesting, interesting insights. Yeah, like that, what I just said. Yeah. Um, yeah, from research. Um, so t- uh, the reason we're playing that is because obviously it's like popular moment, but also today's uh, episode of George Vianney and Colts on Hoxton Radio is a, a meme, meme, spe- a meme tacular yeah. episode. It's a viral, a viral song music episode. <laughs> yes, basically all the songs we're playing are like meme songs or viral songs or like yeah something like that. YouTube memes or mm-hmm. something. Um. And that has a very good reason, which we'll come on to later. Oh, does it? Um, but for now... Huh? I didn't know this had a good reason. Oh, it does. It does. It does. Right, it does. Okay. It does. It does. But for now, I want to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. Well, the elephant who's no longer in the room. That's a really good joke. Yeah. And I only just thought that out. Very good. That's quite funny, isn't it? Uh-huh. No? Yeah, no, it's good. Um, Adam's... I, I think it's because I just saw a bag, right. um, like a Sainsbury's bag with an elephant on the side. Okay. And it made me think of that. But that is a good did, joke. Um, did it make you think of Adam uh, no, Spoil or Adam? Yeah, well, you've just broken it now. So it is Adam we're talking about. Um, <laughs> so the big news yeah. is that Willis and Veer, the multi-award winning comedy duo yeah. uh, created by me solely, yeah. um, is no longer. Right. It's dead in the water. Why? It's like a floating lifeless corpse. Why? Floating down a river. Um, I'll tell you why, my friend. Go on. Because Adam Willis mm. is pregnant. Is he? No. Um, no, no, probably. The, uh, the boil. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Um, Adam uh, has decided that he doesn't want to yeah. work in Willis and Vera anymore. He um, can't do it anymore. It's too stressful. He, he, he buckled under the pressure yeah. like a poorly attached tire yeah, yeah. on a car. 
and he wants to start a new life. Uh, what without what me. else? Huh? What else does he want to start? I don't know. What, do, you, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I have. I've heard rumours <laughs> uh? that he wants to start a family. Yeah, um, a family of chimps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Um, so basically, no hard feelings. No. In a way. Um, it can only be but, soft you know, feelings when it's Adam. Yep, a soft boiled egg. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so no more Willis and Veer. Yeah. So that's what's going on there. That's the big news. Good riddance. Um, <laughs> for anyone, good riddance to stinking rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> but if the reviews are anything to go by, the latest show wasn't up to scratch anyway. No. So perhaps a good thing. Right, yeah. Um, they did notice there was a stinking presence on the stage yep. in the most recent shows. Two stinking so, presences. No, 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 no. I was very careful to say a stinking no, presence, meaning Adam. I don't mean you. Not I me. mean Adam and his oh. boil. Oh, right. Adam <laughs> three. Adam, his boil, and his stinking ass. Okay, yeah. So, like I said, Willis and Veer is uh, no more um, because of nothing to do with Adam's hygiene. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Adam can't be bothered anymore. Um, wants to start a f- start a new life and stuff. Um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's that. Um, for anyone asking what's happening next, um, I don't know what Adam's doing. I couldn't care less. Um, but what mm. I'm doing is... All the Willis and Veer accounts are now mine, social media accounts, websites mine, YouTube channels mine. Yeah. Um, and I'll continue doing the show with Ian, George Verney and Colton yeah. Hoxton Radio, which is a massive hit, apparently. Yeah. According to literally nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, continuing to live my best life, I think, is the plan. Yeah, man. Um, should we play a song and then... Um, yeah. And then uh, and kick off and really kick off this meme tastic show, and I'll explain why it's that in yes, a minute. Please. Um, okay, then I think uh, so. We've had uh, we had um, a nice little song to start off with. Yeah. All right. Let's have um, let's have Mason Ramsey. So uh, this is the Yodeling Kid. We played this a few weeks ago. Right. Um, back again. Uh, Mason Ramsey, the, the Walmart yodeling kid, with his cover of Lovesick Blues by, I think, Hank Williams, the Walmart yodeling kid, May- on Hoxton Ladio. May he rest in peace. Um, because we are absolute lads. Um, are you saying that Mason Ramsey, the child, <laughs> is dead? <laughs> yep. <laughs> is that good? Do you have to say? Well, if it's true, then what else can I say? Okay. Well, the problem is, I think, is that it's not true. Oh, really? I think you know that's not true. I'm mistaken. I thought he was. You didn't do... I don't do those things. I think you know I don't do those things. Who's that an impression of? Um, you? Uh, no, it's an impression of Mason Ramsey. <laughs> okay. Who's now dead. Um, no, it was Adam, because Adam's stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, welcome back. So, we're listening to that uh, because this is the meme special. Yeah. The viral song special of the show, where we talk about stuff that's gone viral yep. on that. Like... And then an interesting segue... Like coronavirus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's not as interesting as what I'm about to bring yeah. up. Um, so, interesting what happened, isn't it, two days ago? Um, what? I ha- had a sort of... Would you, would you, what do you think? Is it a, was it a viral video? No? Semi-viral. Does it count? Semi-viral. <laughs> my, my thought, I was talking to my girlfriend about it, my thought is that it has to reach about 100,000 to be viral. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, here's the story for you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Um... So, um, I, a while ago, made, um, for Mine and Adam's show, Genius, uh, I cut together a fake trailer for the show Line of Duty, um, 
where I play an undercover policeman, sort of um, John Corbett's character in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just cut myself into the trailer and um, yeah, for the show. Quite well. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I, I'm really pleased with it. I, I, it took an awful lot of effort mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the best editing things I've ever done. Um, yeah. Then I thought a few days ago, okay, Willis and Veer's broken up for good. Like, so on Monday we finally, because I knew about it, Adam told me ages ago he didn't want to do it anymore. And then uh, I've been sort of trying to work everything out and then Monday we sort of announced it officially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, oh, what can I, I wonder if I should, I should, po- I should post something as the sort of, because it, you know, this is my channel now, my channel's now, you know, I should post something. So I posted the Line of Duty trailer and atta- and addressed it to the guy who wrote and directed the uh, other series and that. Yep. And attached some of the act- main actors in it and BBC and stuff. And um, almost immediately, I think it was the, 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 the third thing that happened. I think one person liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one person liked it again. And then, and then the main actor in it retweeted it. Yeah. So he has 290,000 followers on Twitter mm-hmm. um, uh, and said, um, so I, So my, my tweet said, um, hi, Jed Mercurio, I've edited myself into the line of duty trailer to impress my family and friends. Can I please have a part in season six when production recommences for all my hard work? Yeah. And he tweeted, he retweeted it and said, um, if the eye patch, oh, I'm wearing an eye patch in it because I did in the show. If the eye patch took the focus off my waistcoats, I would not be happy and linked to it hmm. and like retweeted it. So then, so yeah, so then, so then obviously like people started Big seeing deal. it. Yeah. Um, and I, I messaged him, I messaged him, I sent him a thing message underneath that saying, I can come with or without eye patch, put a word in for me, Martin's son. <laughs> yeah. And he said, we'll do well in man. <laughs> and I have one more thought thing about that that's happened since, by the way, but I'll. Oh yeah, talk about that in a sec. Um, and um, yeah, so so yeah, that's so now so now the video is is currently as it stands now at like two o'clock on Saturday mm-hmm. is on forty point six thousand views, so four forty thousand six hundred views. Not bad. Um, which I think is quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, five hundred sixty eight likes and forty six retweets. Wow. And his retweets got a little bit more actually. Oh, right. oh, it's the same amount of views because I think it's the same video, but it's got 744 likes and 25 comments and 26 retweets. Wow. Um, so yeah, um, great. Uh, so that's that. So I've had so yes. Um, well, on the day it came out, mm-hmm. so for the first sort of yeah, I mean it was almost immediately actually. It went from, I mean it was it was ludicrous. My phone was buzzing all day. I had to turn the yeah. uh, vibration off on my phone. Right. Um, because it was it literally every two seconds it was buzzing again. Okay, it was unreal. Because because what I didn't realise is that I get a. What I didn't realise is because I've never had that kind of yeah. uh, response to anything. Is that actually my phone tells me every time somebody likes something <laughs> I've done. Yeah. So I found that out, um, <laughs> and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like entirely, from my understanding, entirely positive response apart from one person. Right. Saying say? something, I think, a bit lame about how if you were in the police and had an eye patch, you probably wouldn't be given a gun. Oh, yeah. Which is maybe a good point. But who cares? But, yeah, who cares? Mm. Um, oh, but, yeah. But, yeah, lots of lots of support for lots of good response to oh, it. Wait, what, what's this um, thing that's happened since? Oh, no, no, it's nothing big. But, oh, right. so two things. So... Mm. Um, first of all, the production company followed me. All oh, right. 
So I'm hoping yeah. that an offer is going to come fairly soon. Should do. For something. Should, bloody should. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I'd be well up for just being like in the background of one of the yeah, scenes or yeah. something. Be funny. A one line would be fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and would be really cool because I, I did it, you know, obviously I did it hoping that one of them would retweet it or at least that I, you know, he would send, you know, see it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, you can have a little part in it. You've put a little effort in. Mm-hmm. But I didn't actually genuinely know it would, um, mm-hmm. so many people would watch it and send me stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's made me think that perhaps doing comedy as putting so much effort into something yeah like i did with this video and then just showing it to about 10 people well sometimes more but sometimes 10 people in a theater is not the right way to do things well the internet has lots of possibilities it does and i think it's opened up to that Mm -hmm. um and has shown me uh the possibilities like i said with our song that um the island getaway one yeah uh I think we should maybe tweet it to the host of Desert Island Discs, who I can't remember the name of. Okay. Um, and maybe we should start trying to use a bit more the internet to get famous. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Or at least to get views and stuff, which in turn may get us famous. Yeah. Still not easy. Uh, successful more than famous. No, no, it's still not easy. It's still not easy. I'm not saying that. But yeah. um, perhaps uh, a better approach. Um mm. So, um, yeah, so then the other thing that happened, yeah. I think you probably saw on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, someone messaged um, you. Yeah, so I'll tell you what happened here. So I put the same post on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. and um, the uh, and I attached, uh, addressed it to Jed Mercurio's, um, you know, all his accounts. I added him. I, d- I, don't, I don't actually know what you call <laughs> added that. Added him, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it added? Mm, I think it's just like linked, tagged, linked, tagged. fine, whatever. I did that. I did that. Tagged, fine. I did that. Yeah. Um, what I didn't realise at the time is the one I did on Instagram wasn't a real account. Oh right. Because <laughs> uh, I did it. I did it fairly quickly. So it was obviously some fake account because um, his actual account has something like eighty nine thousand followers, and this one had a hundred. Mm-hmm. So I should have realised that at the time, and all the pictures are put on four days ago. Yeah. At this, exactly the same time. You know, all those things. Yeah. People, no one was tagged in them. Or anyway, so when he first sent me the message, I was a bit excited. Right. So he sent me a message saying, Hi, George, saw your videos here. I think you're a very good thespian. <laughs> yeah. Spelt wrong. <laughs> I think I have a role for Adam. you. <laughs> I think I have a role for you. Now, yeah. I, was, I was suspicious by that point. Yeah. By I think I have a role for you. <laughs> yeah. Because in reality, he'd go... If he sent me a message, you go, hi, George, really like the video. I'm linking in my agent who's going to sort this out for you or whatever. Yeah. The production company. Mm-hmm. There's no way that this guy would sit and organize all the details of it. Right. Yeah. Zero chance. So I knew immediately it was fake. Yeah. So I was like, well, I know what I can do. I can mess with him. Yeah. So I wasn't responding. So he, he said, are you there? Are you interested? Yeah. <laughs> Getting a bit needy, I think. <laughs> he needs Before, you more than you, you know, need an, him. An award-winning writer and yeah. director. <laughs> And show producer. And I said, so I started playing with him. I said, I am interested faux show. What's the role, daddy-o? Yeah. And he said, you don't seem excited about it, lol. <laughs> Which again, I, I'm not convinced. Yeah. He said, uh, uh, so he said, yeah, uh, you don't seem excited about it, lol. I said, no, I am, lol. 
Sorry if I seemed uninterested. Uninterested. Yeah. I, unlike you, am not a writer, so I don't always write proper, and it comes across unexcited. <laughs> Please tell me about it, because I wanted to see now him making up a role. Yeah. He didn't really bother. Well, it's a police character. <laughs> Brilliant. Again, imagine this. Imagine this. He's he spent. You know, he's done a few police-based shows. Yeah. This bodyguard, um, stuff like that, blood. I think has an element of it. I don't actually know that before. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But yeah, this and Bodyguard does definitely. And he describes it as a police character. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a police character. I want to introduce someone new as a new police assistant from the force headquarters. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the absolute basic knowledge yeah, of yeah. what the police terminology is. Mm-hmm. This is someone who, you know, has written in-depth police drama. Anyway. And then he also said, you'll assist Corbett. Which I think is stupid for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, that character died yeah. in season five. <laughs> I knew that immediately. I remembered it happening. Uh-huh. It's quite a big part of the storyline. That's a spoiler. Sorry if anyone yeah. hasn't seen Line of Duty. And also, that Corbett was an, uh, an uh, 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 undercover agent who we believe had gone rogue. Right. So obviously what he'd done is just quickly looked up the cast. <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> so I said, he said, you'll assist Corbett. And I said, Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> And he said, um, but that, uh, he said in response to his previous thing, but that depends on your skills and readiness. Yeah. Okay. So uh, then I said, KK, well, my skills are on point and I'm ready AF. So should be good. Yeah. And then he said in response to the Ronnie Corbett thing, John Corbett. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, is the character more Arnott or Fleming in terms of acting style, which isn't you, it's the two main characters. Right, right, right. Um, and he said more like John lol okay who is dead right then I said I can't believe I'm actually talking to you by the way it's so exciting mm-hmm. and he said lol this is Instagram I think this is the. I think this one of the reasons we have the internet now <laughs> okay he gave me his number or a number and said message me on WhatsApp again why yeah. would that happen mm-hmm. so he yeah he said this uh, this is one of the reasons we have the internet I said I love the internet mm-hmm. I heart the internet what's the character's name mm-hmm. now this was the point where I got a bit suspicious right he said I said what's the character's name and he, he said we can discuss that on WhatsApp <laughs> why so you get what's to the choose that? <laughs> so I get to choose yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. stupid um and I said, ah, oh, KK, sorry about it, which is something from Drag Race. Right. Um, and I said, before I do, though, can I confess something? He said, sure. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what Line of Duty is, it's about undercover officers working in the police force to und- un- to uh, yeah. uh, uncover, and I'm going to use this word in the sense of the show, bent officers, which means right. an officer who has gone, like, rogue, okay. who is um, working with the criminals. Okay. Not bent in the way of homosexual, which wouldn't matter. Um, and I'm all for. Yeah. Um, there there so shouldn't said, be undercover police <clears throat> finding gay policemen. No, 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 no. no. It, it doesn't matter, does no. it? Um, so I said, I'm actually AC12, which is the um, the fictional department in the show which deals with undercover officers. Yeah. I'm actually AC12, and I'm currently undercover talking to a fake Jed Mercurio account who was stupid enough to give me his number, which will now be going on Twitter. <laughs> Do you have a part for that? Right. Right. Expecting that he would just, you know, immediately just remove me or something yeah. and it'd be a nice end. He said no. <laughs> and I, like he didn't see what I was saying. Right. And I said, do you have anything to say for yourself? And he said, where did you get the fake account? 
I said, no, I don't have a fake account. You do. <laughs> and he said, many people impersonating me. Like a sort of sage. Yeah. A wise sage. Yoda. Many people impersonate me. Yeah. <laughs> many people impersonating me. <laughs> I apologize for doing that. It wasn't funny. Yeah. Um, Ian Lebinter. All right. And then I said, okay, if this is the real you, add me on Twitter now. Because, you know, from the Twitter account that has uh, 89,000 followers. Yeah. And a blue tick. And then he didn't. So I went, no. Mm, interesting. And he said, and then he turned into a 14-year-old child. Right. You're so rude. I thought you were helping me to get rid of the fake accounts. <laughs> what? Again, apparently he needs me to do this <laughs> and not like his agents or production yeah. companies or... You won't go far with this character. Right. You, you won't go far with this character, like with a bad character. Because you disrespected him. Because I disrespected him. And I said, which character? The police character. Mm. Because I thought that was funny. Yeah. And then he said, you. And I said, Ronnie Corbett? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Hello. Right. And he said, I think I'll have to block you. Oh, no. So he... You're being so blocked by the I writer. Might have just, I might have just missed my chance to get on the show. And I said, Jed? Yeah. Exclamation mark. And he said, you are simply mannerless. <laughs> okay. Which was a shame. And I said, all I ever wanted was your respect. Can you at least add me on Twitter, boo? And he said no. No, he's not going to do it now because you've disrespected him. He's, he was just about to. I'd like to put a public apology out to Jeb Mercurio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was actually a little bit more than that. Do you want me to read the rest of it? I didn't post All online. Right. Go on. It's an exclusive for the yeah. listeners to the radio show. So me. So... Can you at least, <laughs> you and Patrick, if he's on it, yeah. listening back to it. Um, can you at least add me on Twitter, boo? I said. He said, no. He said, no, capitals. With this behavior, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is stupid. Clever. He says, you go try other people. I don't know what he means by that. Like the showrunners of like Holby City or something. Yeah. You go try other people. You pissed me. <laughs> you pissed Sorry me. Sorry for swearing, but I'm reading this verbatim. Right. You pissed me. And I said, I didn't mean to piss you. Can we still be friends? <laughs> and he said, why are you still here? I'm suspecting you. <laughs> right. Then, <laughs> then I didn't respond for ages because I was um, getting the tweet ready to send it to Jeb Mercurio. Yeah. And he said, what are you up to? <laughs> Like he's so bothered. Like the writer is sitting there worried <laughs> yeah. about something. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. And I posted like a meme of one of those like um Pepe characters looking suspicious. Okay. Um and then that was the end of it. Okay. But he hasn't blocked me actually. Wow. Maybe like maybe still, and, he, and the account's still up. There's like he still sees potential in you, so he's not willing to give you up yet. <laughs> oh yeah, it is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is it. I no doubt. Um, also, I um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, mm. I reported the account. Well, and I got a message back from Instagram saying um, because of the coronavirus, we can't look into this. <laughs> Why? Mm, <laughs> well, they're all dead. Everybody who works yeah. there. <laughs> um, also, the, the Jeb Mercurio's apparent Instagram bio is a Bible quote. Okay. So um, I don't know him personally. I don't know if he's religious, but I, I somehow find that hard to believe. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to the, the okay. last few days. It's quite a saga, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's a very long link. But obviously I'll keep it on... Yeah, it was a long link. Should we play a record? Yeah, we should. A song. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, as well, uh, yeah, so I will keep everyone updated if I do get on the show or mm -hmm. what happens. So, um, Okay, following on with the meme song thing, uh, we're going to play a song from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. 
right. um, that I've got stuck in my head, actually, um, since remembering it existed. What is that? Uh, it's called Break Up Bye Bye In. And it went, it, I believe, reached number two on the iTunes charts when it came How's out. How does it go? Uh, oh, yeah, you can't hear it. No. Uh, it's like, I want to break up. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Maybe I'll see you in the next life. That's all. Right. You maybe know it. Um, it was one of the challenges on the show, and they released it as a single, and this particular one uh-huh. did buy on the charts. So, Break Up Bye Bye by the Frock Destroyers the frog from RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. uh, UK season one. And we'll see you after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Break Up Bye Bye by the Frock Destroyers huh? from RuPaul's Drag Race season one. What did you say now? Because my voice cracked. Uh, yeah. Also, I didn't know, I didn't realize we didn't have any time left. Right. And I'm eating sweets now. Yeah, stupid. But I'm eating a really stupid sweet. Why is it stupid? That I saw in the shop. They're Skittles with no shells. How's that work? Well, imagine a Skittle mm. with just a bit without the shell in it. What's the point in that? Yeah, I know. Mm. I was intrigued, so I bought them, but they they just taste exactly as I thought they would, which is not quite as good. Right, interesting. Um, Do you want to talk about something while I eat these Skittles? Uh, well, I was going to bring up... Um, some interesting news I discovered about uh-huh. a um, one of my lecturers at university. Um, mm-hmm. Does it work better for the story if I pretend I haven't heard this already or not? Uh, well, there's no point now, is there? <laughs> no, I'm, I can, I'm a good actor. I can pretend if you want. All right, fine. So, um, All right. I tell me about it. I was uh, I can't remember why. I just looked him up. Uh, see what he was up mm-hmm. to. Interesting. Should I say his name? Uh, is it fact? Well, it's, it's he. He has been convicted. Yeah. Uh, so convicted in the sense of charged. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay then. Yeah. Say his name. His name is Agustin Fernandez. He was my his name is Adam Willis. <laughs> um, my composition teacher at um, <laughs> Newcastle University. Looked him up. Uh-huh. Turned out mm-hmm. he's been sentenced to 23 years in prison for Jesus child sexual assault and rape. Um, Jesus. But he's on the run and probably out of the country. No one knows where he is. That's insane, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I had to look into... I mean, I didn't know about that. Yeah. But I'm looking into it now. Right. Or whatever works with the story. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I... Is it true that he wrote a statement about it? My understanding was since the charges came out, he's written a statement about what happened. Well, he's got a blog. I found his blog. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, and Mental. And he doesn't really apologise. No, he's like saying... He's he's basically saying he's completely innocent and that everyone's just out to get him. Mm. Um, is that true? Well, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of the story, but... How, how much time did you spend with him? Quite a lot. When you were at university. Did you know him well? Quite well. He was a bit rude to me a few yeah. times. So, in a way, so just as worth that. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you get a strange vibe? Uh, he was a bit a chill vibe. He was a bit weird. Uh, I didn't get like yep. a pervert vibe or like a pedophile no. vibe. But, <laughs> no. Um, Do you get that vibe from anyone we know? Uh, there is one person. I won't bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? No, I'm not going to bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I was shocked, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell the story of one time when he was rude to me. Yeah, yeah. So 
I'd written this. This is the worst thing he's ever done, by the way. Yeah, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, I'd written a piece, um, and it was like loads of other people in my my class had also written a piece that like we entered it into a competition to be performed mm-hmm. at some like big concert hall in Newcastle. Um, and my piece, I think, came second. Um, and the piece that came first got to be played alongside a documentary. Um, mm-hmm. So I was this the red kite? Yeah, thing? it was a red kite. Um, mm. And then the, the woman who was like running the competition clearly didn't like the piece that came first, so chose my piece instead. And I think Agustin Fernandez was annoyed about this. Um, oh. Then after the concert, he was like. Well done. Um, so and so has her own ideas about what she likes, or something like that. <laughs> like trying to slag me <laughs> off, <laughs> bitchy queen. Yeah, he was. He was being bitchy. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, that is weird. And now he's. Well, he, sound, he sounds to me like one of those music snobs. Yeah, he's a massive music snob. Yeah. He also told me that I wouldn't. The music I write won't win favor in the contemporary classical music world. Oh God forbid! Bas- yeah, basically because it doesn't sound horrible. <laughs> or like some weird twang in the Midlands. Yeah, yeah, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah, what a shame. Yeah. So, well, he's proved you wrong because you've done nothing since. <laughs> uh, I've done something, and he's gone on to be on the news. So yeah. he's uh, on the Daily Mail for God's sake. So who's the real winner here? I think he is in a way. I think so in a way. Um, no, we're not making light of this. Obviously, it's awful. It's just a really weird link, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I was shocked. So did you... Yeah. So have you spoken to anyone else you went to university with about it? No, I don't actually speak to anyone from university anymore. <laughs> no, no. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you? <laughs> they were boring. Well, now that I'm not working with Adam, I don't anymore either. <laughs> really? That was my last, like, link to the... Gone. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, that's not true. I'm, ve- I'm very sociable and friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> um so yeah do you feel let down by him um i mean it's not like he was like a teacher at school or something i suppose it's university no, but so it was like you probably don't have the same it's really like his case because like a lot of times when you hear about this sort of thing it's like a teacher in like a secondary school slept with like a 15 or 16 year old girl which is obviously still mm. wrong oh interesting right no. Yeah, they're definitely wrong. Yeah. But his is like rape of like underage people. I mean, like, yeah. Like, even younger than. But both wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like his is like yeah, yeah. really extreme. It's yeah, not yeah, just yeah, like your average, extreme. like, case. Well, um, Camilla and I watched, my girlfriend and I watched, um, mm-hmm. have you seen the documentary Deliver Us from Evil? No. It might it might have won an Oscar. I can't remember. It's made in like 2006. And it's about a priest living in an Irish priest living in America, right. um, who unsurprisingly turned out to be a paedophile. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the case is is insane. Yeah. The level of cover ups insane. He basically he, well he did carry on working right for years after they knew for a fact he was a paedophile. Right. Okay. And in fact, he was weirdly sort of promoted. <laughs> Right. So after the Catholic Church found out he was a paedophile, this is all true, by the way. Father, his name was Father O'Grady, Oliver O'Grady. Yeah. You can look it all up online. Mm-hmm. And he was um, because they were like, "Oh, we don't want him to be a problem here." They sent him to be um, the vicar or whatever it's called, the father of a, of a whole parish somewhere really in San Andreas, actually. 
somewhere really far away so they were just like well let's just move them away (laughs) yeah yeah and where it got obviously got much worse okay but i mean some of the stories about him are yeah i don't i genuinely don't not suitable for radio like (laughs) no uh, no seriously like imagine the worst thing you can imagine Mm -hmm. he he did it right probably he didn't kill anybody but i mean some of the worst things i can imagine happening Mm -hmm. um and then the mad thing is they interviewed him for the for the film oh right and because um, after the charges went out, he did like, mm. s- he got 14 years in prison. 14? Served seven. I know, served seven. Yeah. And then got sent to Ireland. And he doesn't have to, he didn't have to sign on to register. Really? Uh, no one knew. He was given an- anonymity. So he's free? Um, yeah, he could walk around. They sh- in the film, mm. they did a bit of it where he was in a park with kids running around, interviewing him. Wow. Isn't that mental? Well, my, my composition teacher got longer than that. Yeah. 23 years. I think the, the, it, it's a really good film. You should watch it if you're in, interested because mm-hmm. it's all about the cover-up of the Catholic Church and stuff and how they covered it up because one of the dioceses who was in charge was trying to become Pope or something. Oh, right. So they covered loads of it up because they, they wanted to have a clean record. But surely um, God chooses who becomes Pope. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think you can help it along. Mm. You can uh, grease it up a bit, mm. you know, grease the slide. Like covering up paedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, yeah. it's un- unreal, unbelievably awful. Um, mm-hmm. But what I found out since as well, because I looked him up afterwards, yeah. is that he got arrested for doing it again. Oh, right. For having, ch- um, not actually doing it again, sorry, for having child pornography. Oh, right. Um, on his computer. Yeah. And then uh, did like some time or something and then went to Portugal and did it again. <laughs> right. I mean, just like, what? Why is this man not in prison? Like, it's insane. Yeah, he should be locked up for life. It, well, I, th- I think so. Mm. Um, right, I feel like we should maybe have a song. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like we can go down difficult alleyways. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're making fun of it. No. Um, but uh, but let's let's pep it up with a song, I think. Um, do you want one of your, one of your choices you sent me? Um, what did I send you? <laughs> Uh, you well, you sent me. Well, should we do Aicha? Yeah, yeah, okay. Not very long. Okay, so um, it's a good song. Yeah, we can talk about it afterwards. Okay. Um, so this is uh, with no context. We'll talk about it afterwards. Oh no, sorry, coming fast started. Oh, um, should we listen to that? Uh, I want to listen to Aicha now. He said it. Yeah, find it. Aicha, find it, mate. Aicha, I'm by my side. Do you know about it? Uh, I know a bit about it. I think. She moves, she moves <laughs> like a dog. Is it as funny without the um, without the video? Uh, maybe not, but I mean, we can link it. Still funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll link it in um, georgefear.com. It's playing now. georgefear.com forward slash archive to see this video of this song. Um, you, might, you might probably won't make it in time, but it is funny. Uh, we'll see you after the song. Uh, that was Aicha by Jellyman <laughs> on Hoxton Radio. Um, and we're listening to that not because it's good, although it is a bit good. Um, it's because this is the meme-tastic, yeah. meme-spectacular, viral song-spectacular episode of mm-hmm. George Verney and Colton Hoxton Radio. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what the hell's going on there? So, we were just talking about it in the song. Um, the video's really funny. Uh, georgeveer.com forward slash archive to see that. Um, yes, please. See what's going on there. Um, uh, but, yeah, so it's a cover of an existing song by a guy called Outlandish, who I, I don't know. Um, but the video is really funny because it's just some guy doing a rubbish cover of it, basically, yeah. and doing a little dance and stuff. It's really funny. In his bedroom. Um, yeah, d- d- I, it's funny because I remembered it, but only when you sent it to me. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. 
It is a classic. It is a classic on Hoxton Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else happened in the week? Anything happened interesting in your week? Um, let me just check. Oh, yeah. A, let me just send a quick email. A, uh, yeah, a child cried during one of my piano lessons. Oh, yeah? So last week you were telling about how you were shouting at children during your piano <laughs> yeah. lessons. So this makes me think that perhaps it was... Um, Perhaps, uh, you know, you poked the bear, mm-hmm. so to say. Well, and this was the true. same child. <laughs> okay, um, interesting. No, he was being an idiot. Um, okay. And you shouted at him? No, I didn't shout at him. I said, do you want to okay. stop? And he just ignored me. What, do you want to stop, like, as in, do you want to stop annoying me, or do you want to stop... No, do you want to stop doing the lesson Probably because you're getting upset? Um, okay, why was he getting upset? Well, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. He... Ha- we both, like... We're doing it over Skype, but mm-hmm. we have the same book, so we're looking at the mm-hmm. exact same thing. And he kept playing, I think it was Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> he kept playing it wrong. <laughs> Such a stupid thing to be annoyed about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I kept telling him that he needed to do something that he wasn't doing. Yeah. And then he started, like, tearing <laughs> up and being like, we must be... Uh, the page, How old is this kid? Like seven. <laughs> okay. He was tearing up and being like, "We, mu- uh, the pages must be showing different things. And I was mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? It's the same book. And he was like, yeah. I know it's the same book, but I think that they're different. It'd <laughs> be really funny if he was right, actually. Yeah, it would be. And you were wrong. No, but the only reason he could have been right is if he'd changed that book in some way. Ah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, it was getting really annoying. He was crying. And were his parents there? No, but I told I told his mum about it afterwards, and yeah, she was like, "Oh, okay." Like normally, she smacked him. <laughs> you're normally with these things, the parents know that their kids are being stupid. <laughs> yeah, they well, that's probably the reason why is because they get an hour out of their life to yeah. Well, they don't have to they don't have to look after well, this irritating little shit. Well, it's a, only sorry for swearing for an hour. It's only twenty minutes for this kid, but anyway, okay, great. Crying, um, <laughs> yeah. That must feel like the longest 20 minutes of the week. No, nah, there's, there's a kid I teach for an hour that's worse. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but he... Um, yeah, and then he, like, he ignores me when I'm like, do you want to stop? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, like, <laughs> you know, stop and calm down? And he just, like... Uh, yeah, he ignores me and just carries on trying to do it. And that reminds me, actually. Mm-hmm. His brother cried, <laughs> cried in a lesson once as well. Great. And he had to stop. Mm-hmm. because he kept getting the song wrong and it started making him cry and I could tell he was oh, crying so and I was like are you alright he's like yeah but like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when kids yeah that. yeah he was clearly not alright really and then his mum had yeah, to be yeah. like um, do you want to stop now because you're getting too upset oh, God. <laughs> why was he oh god that's miserable it was uh, yeah these things make me not want kids really yeah yeah wow you know what I mean yeah, it's kind of funny though. Yeah, sort of annoying as well. Mm. Kind of bothered with that emotion. Just you don't really get emotional about anything. Smack the emotion out of them. Uh, are you going to retract that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure, even though obviously you should. Um, mm. Okay, there we go. Because I know for sure the only person who mm. is in support of smacking children that I know yeah. is Adam Willis. Um, even the Boyle said that uh, he is against smacking children. Yes, but Adam, <laughs> who I know yeah. 
I know for a fact used to hit children when he worked at a school. Yeah. Support smacking children. And I'm not going to attract that. Right. Even though it's not true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to. Brilliant. I don't want to. Brilliant. <laughs> On Hoxton Radio. Yep. Um, yeah, that sounds, to be honest, that sounds really, really annoying. It's quite um, annoying. But yeah. it was only 20 minutes, so it's all right. This kid that I teach for an hour, and he, he mm. started, like, just hitting the piano while I'm talking to him. <laughs> hitting the keys? Yeah, and just, like... Oh, nice. That'll make a nice noise. And then I keep being like, don't do that, and he'll stop. And then about a second later, he'll just start again. I'll be like, what did I just say? Um do you think they respect you less because you're younger? Uh, maybe. Because I know that some kids, really young kids, do have a... Mm. Uh, they have absolutely no idea how old someone is. Yeah. Yeah. So they... I remember that I, remember that I used to teach... Uh, so before I went to drama school, I had a year out and I taught drama. I did an after-school drama club with with someone who really exist, did an existing thing. Actually, I have some interesting stories about him. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about him in a bit. Yeah. I don't think I've talked about on the radio before. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, let's do that after the song. Okay. I'll talk a bit about him, but um, but yeah, um, I remember that. So it was it was this guy who I used to do it with, who's like was maybe I don't know, I don't want to guess because I'll probably get it wrong. 50s, 60s, yeah. And um, then my friend who was my age was in, at school with me, yeah. and she was like, you know, at the time, twenty, yeah. And um, uh, the kids thought that her and him were married, <laughs> right? I mean. <laughs> absolutely ludicrous mm-hmm. like that you know he was like old enough to have been her dad verging on grand not impossible i know but 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 ludicrous like all the kids just thought that yeah because they would they would because they would teach drama lessons together right right i mean absolutely crazy kids kids seemingly that age have absolutely no understanding of yeah them. most of my the most of the kids i teach aren't that young they're like mm. eight to ten or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, but they're annoying. Um, another let's way. Place, oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I can imagine. I think. I think lots of kids are annoying. Problem with kids is they get an age. They they they're they're quite sweet generally. Mm-hmm. Then they get to an age where they get a bit of confidence. Yeah, and they start making jokes and stuff, and that annoys me. Yeah, because they're not because often the jokes aren't very good. Mm-hmm. They're not funny. Sometimes they're, they're almost certainly funnier when they're not trying to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, or like almost, almost all the time. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't annoy when they get to an age when they start, or even worse, when they start um, being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's fun, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That age. That's the worst, I think. Mm-hmm. So at least when they're making jokes, they're still happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> annoying little shits. Um, sorry, sorry. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, let's play a song. Okay. Uh, because it's up. Here, let's play Coming Fast. I don't know the name of the song. Um, so this is based on a viral video that's really funny of uh, a cyclist crashing into a Polish, I believe, right. um, mechanic who's fixing a car and the mechanic gets really annoyed and throws the bike and says, why are you coming fast? Why are you coming fast? <laughs> um, so this is actually him singing. Yeah. Uh, they made a remix of it and got him involved. Yeah. And this was uploaded to Grime Daily. Good lad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is... Um, his name's Ferdy, okay. and it's coming with the name of the song. Yep. It'll come up in a second on YouTube. Here we go. And this is um, Why Are You Coming Fast by Ferdy on Foxton Radio, starring Liv General. I love it how he ends. Uh, that was Ferdy, uh, Why Are You Coming Fast um, on Hoxton Radio, uh, the next of our meme songs in this meme-tacular show. Um, mm-hmm. At the very end, he goes, don't worry about the Brexit. <laughs> Little political opinion at the end yeah. there. 
like he's going to like make a stand against uh he knows what he's doing saying he's saying what the public are thinking or he's something. the hero we um, need <laughs> the hero we uh need not the hero we deserve yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh ferdy why you call me fast on hoxton radio um you're of course listening to george verney and colton hoxton radio um, hello the news is officially out. Willis and Vera is no more. But luckily, I am now a viral sensation. So and also, luckily, fine. Boyle and Vera are a new and uh, big... Don't you mean Willis and Boyle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a new double act. Willis and Boyle, a new double act. Going out on the road. Adam and um, his Boyle, the Boyle on his fat ass, are doing a double act. Um, and it's playing art centres all around Essex. <laughs> Um, so get tickets for that while you can. There are lots still available. Please. Um, yeah, no, on a serious note, no hard feelings with the old mucker. Yeah. The old mucker shit trucker. Sorry. Sorry for swearing. Mm. Um, of old, old Dillis. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he will carry, he will, I'm sure he will continue to produce excellent content. Ah. <laughs> oh no, I dropped the hard drive in a puddle. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um I can imagine Adam doing that, spending loads and loads of time working something and then drops the hard drive in a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> Loses all of it. Uh-huh. And, and at the same time <laughs> do you know be quite fun? like I know this is illogical, but yeah. drops it into a portal. Right. Like, you know, from portal to yeah, yeah. Drops into portal when it comes out and hits him in the head and breaks. <laughs> That's a funny idea, I think. Uh-huh. Sorry for just we'll hitting the mic. That happen. I just did. Yeah, I'm actually sorry. Just a quick. So I'm going to talk about um, when I, and is it more interesting than it sounds? Um, when I taught drama before yeah. I went to 16. But first of all, talking about illogical reminded me of something. Cool. Um, I found out something really stupid. Do you know the name of Richard Dawkins' organisation? Uh, the Richard Dawkins Foundation for Reason and Science. For logic, logic and... Is it reason and science? Yeah. It's so stupid, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, he is a scientist. No, he is, but the, the, I, I found that out. I didn't know that. And oh, I just right. found that to be the, mo- the most pretentious organisation I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. The Richard Dawkins Association for Logic and... For Reason and Science. Foundation. Isn't I mean, foundation, whatever. It's really annoying. Well, I'll tell you... Don't you think? I'll tell you something else, though. Yes. Richard Dawkins is the man who coined the term memes. Meme, yes. Yeah. I, I, I learned that recently as well. Interesting. Mm. I can't remember why, but do you know why? Why did he coin that term? Well, how? Because... How, I suppose? He was talking about memes like in a similar way to how genes work, um, mm. in the sense that they like um, memes that are like popular to humans will like spread and evolve mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah i don't know it's just it's kind of like cultural genes i guess yeah and he coined the term meme yeah yeah i knew that i just didn't know i didn't know that context thank you for that Ian. it's all right um but yeah my only point was that i think that's a really dumb name for an organization organization it makes me not like it illogical because i think when i because i think i went through that stage of being like a richard dawkins lover atheist right and now i find that quite annoying yeah it is it is quite annoying but i think it's more probably his fans who are like um you know Uh, no he he goads it he he buys into it as well really yeah 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 like all the lectures and stuff and videos of him saying well it's it's absolutely stupid and Mm, things like that i suppose 
Um, Russell Brand said something funny when he talks about him. He's, he said he's like um, that uh, uh, that um, mm. bird from um, Bagpuss. Yeah. Who like like when Bagpuss happens. Um, because uh, all of that happens in Bagpuss's head and all the toys come alive and stuff and okay. they find like a toy and they're like oh is this something and the, and the, the bird always goes it's not don't be stupid of course it's not it's, a plas- it's an inanimate object <laughs> right. and it's, it's I think it's quite a funny link uh-huh. it's a bit like Richard Dawkins but I'm not saying I thought of that it was Russell Brand 15 years ago Who, sue me who's also a don't bit, sue me a bit stupid yeah he's annoying now yeah I listened to uh, an interview with him and Russell Brand uh, him and Ricky Gervais the other day oh yeah um, he did a um, one of his episodes of his show with Ricky Gervais, and I realised, oh yeah, I've never, I've, I really like both of them. Yeah, fifteen years ago, but I'd never heard them speak together to each other. And, how and this only it? came out like a month ago. How was it? Ricky Gervais was funny, and Russell Brand wasn't at all. Oh really? Like not at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ricky Gervais seemed really up for it as well, and was really like, you know, yeah, up for being funny, and Russell Brand wasn't at all. Mm. He was just going like, well, it's not really that, mate, is it? Like, spirituality. But it wasn't, there was no jokes. Right. <laughs> like, in the whole hour. Loser. He didn't, like, be funny at all. And I'm like, you're talking to one of the funniest people, mm. you know, perhaps not now, but certainly one of the greatest comedy minds we've ever had in this country. Yeah. Russell Brand. You're talking to Ricky Gervais. Like, you know, be funny. Yeah, please. I, I think, I, anyway, confuse me. <clears throat> Anyway. Confused me. Russell Brand's con- career confused me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> my drama teacher. So, yeah. So, so I, when I was a kid, I did after school drama clubs. Absolutely loved it. It's like 100% what got me into performing. It wasn't really drama at school. Um, mm-hmm. It was this club. I absolutely loved it. Um, I never really had main parts, but I always wanted to do parts that were like funny parts and stuff. That's when I realized I liked being funny, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, the you know, that old young game. age. Matty was a drip. Um, <laughs> that's really funny, by the way. Um, I'm going to find that review in a minute, but also change the name so it doesn't say Matty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's another thing that will happen later in the show now that I've trailed it. Um, so I, yeah, so um, so then when I didn't get into, I my place at drama school got deferred a year, so I went and taught drama because I was like, I want to do something. And this guy was like, you can come and work for me two hours a week and it pays all right, or two hours a day and it pays all right. And I was like, oh, brilliant. Yeah. So I did like loads of these drama clubs and stuff out after school. It was really fun. Um, I should probably get more money for that than I do now. It's annoying, um, but mm-hmm. obviously like less hours per yeah. hour. Um, but um, yeah. So he is. Uh, I mean, what's the chance of him listening to this? Zero point zero 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 one percent. Less. I called him up before the show and asked him if he wanted ah. to listen. So. Well, then it's probably a hundred percent. No, a very very like I won't say his name, but um, mm-hmm. basically he's mental, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's lived on his own for um, his whole life. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm almost certain. Even as a child. Kids. <laughs> um, but he really likes kids. He's does. I know we've been talking about paedophiles. Mm-hmm. I'm not in any way making this claim. Yeah. Was not. He's not a paedophile. Yeah. He's really good with kids, um, gets on really well with them, but there are some weird things. So, firstly, he drove the same routes um, all every week, right? So he'd go to one place on a Monday, one, two places on Tuesday, whatever, but it'd be exactly the same route. So he knew the route like the back of his hand, right? Because he'd been doing it for, I don't know, 40 years. Yeah. So he would drive at the quickest I've ever been in a car on the smallest roads you can be on. Yeah. So in Kent, people probably in cities don't 
if they haven't been to small places like Kent, sometimes the roads can be the width of one car. Mm-hmm. And that's just normal. Yeah. And you have to, like, back up loads or pull over. He would drive 70 miles an hour down these roads. Yeah. If a cyclist or someone was walking the road, they would be dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, 100%. Mm-hmm. And what he used to do, he had a quite a big van as well, with all set and stuff bumbling around in it. Yeah. Um. So there's no way that he, he would have been able to avoid people. Um. And what he'd do is he would get the wheel ready and just yank it to the side whenever we turned around a corner. What do you mean? So he would, f- like, he wouldn't slow down for a corner. Right. He'd get ready and then just pull it quickly to the left. <laughs> Why? To go around a corner, just to get there quicker. What and he was used to be like, yeah, I can get this, I can get there in 14 minutes. <laughs> and I'd be like, that's good, but that is because you're A, breaking the law, yeah. and driving too fast. Also, if someone's in the road, you will kill them. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, there's, like, 100% uh-huh. if someone's in the road in a corner. And, you know, if someone's standing in the road anyway and you turn around a corner, you might hit them. Yeah. But you probably wouldn't kill them. Yeah. But you would if you're driving 70 miles an hour <laughs> around a corner. Yeah. <laughs> so this was mental. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else have I got? There's quite a few things. Um, uh, when, when we... <laughs> my, my least favourite time of doing it. So yeah. it's very easy in a way. You turn up, do two hours of, like games and stuff depends on how young the kids were he used to do it with kids who were i mean i did some like like reception aged groups yeah all the way up to like 18 year olds so i mean it was massively spread the the younger kids in general were harder because you had to keep them entertained you had to be with them for longer and they were irritating older kids you can get on they can get on with it they're basically my age they'll just get on with it yeah you'd give them little cameras and stuff to do film stuff um so uh, when we, but anyway, my least favorite time would always be when we have to do plays with them, with the younger kids, right? Yeah. And what that would consist of is like sort of Saturday or Sunday afternoon and all the parents would turn up and their kid would be pushed on stage and would, you know, yep. do Little Red Hen. Little Red Hen is awful. What is it? Little Red Hen was the thing I think I did most when I was there because I did this for a year. Right. And they did the, so many groups with the Little Red Hen, right? I hate the Little Red Hen. Yeah. Um, he had he had a costume for each character. Yeah. So regardless of the size of the child, they were wearing that costume. <laughs> so there'd be kids with massive baggy costumes and kids crammed, <laughs> fat kids crammed into little costumes. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, uh, the sets would be that he'd drive around with all the sets in the back of a van, mm-hmm. in the back of his van all the time. Yep. So he always had the shows whenever... He, and the sets were like, clearly hadn't been updated for 30 years. Yeah. They were like... You know, massive piece of wood with a bit of wood out the back. Mm-hmm. A flat stood up with a painted thing of a wood in it. Sounds good. And that would be used for, like, all of the things that are in a wood. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The music would be him backstage with what I'm almost certain mm. was a Walkman. Right. Or something like that. And no, do you know what? It was a... It was stupider than that. Mm. He brought his own speakers yeah. and had a a CD player that plugged into the speakers. I mean, this is, this is a few years ago. Yeah. It's in the age of computers, right? Yeah. Um, and would have a script. Yeah. And he'd sit right behind one of the flats in every show, prompting. Right. So imagine this, right? Yeah. A kid would go, little red hen, walking around. The kid would forget his line. Silence. You'd really clearly hear, down on the ground. <laughs> down on the ground. Yeah. Behind the set. Okay. From, I mean, from a foot away from the child, yeah. he'd be shouting, down on the ground. <laughs> the kid would go, down on the ground, little red hen, walking around. Yeah. The kid would forget his line. Golden grains of wheat. 
Golden grains of wheat. Shouting. Yeah. Could we go golden grains of wheat or whatever? Also, that song stuck in my head from I'm doing it so many times. Yeah. Um, I mean, un- unbelievably rubbish. Yeah. It um, doesn't matter. And so children. many. But it doesn't matter with children. This is the mental thing. The yeah. parents loved it every time. Just because and it's, it's their they, children. It's, it's like rose tinted glasses. If they got to the National Theatre and they watched that, they'd be furious. No, right? I don't. I don't know if it's rose tinted glasses. I think they they know it's going to be rubbish. But the point is, their child is getting involved in something. No, they watch it with massive smiles on their faces. Yeah, because they're I know like... they don't think. I know they don't think it's art. Mm. But what I'm saying is that they think they think. Oh, that my kid's done so well and stuff. No, they haven't. Well, it's rubbish. They, what the kid's doing is rubbish. They haven't by professional standards. Not by any standards. <laughs> It's rubbish. Mm. Well, the kid's doing is rubbish. They're looking around. They've got their hands down their trousers. Yeah, farting good. and stuff. <laughs> it's funny. That used to happen. Kids used to fart <laughs> in the shows and stuff. <laughs> Great. Because they used to panic. <laughs> really? <laughs> because, like, yeah. And, or, like, they cry and walk off and stuff. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. funny. I mean, I, I, I quite enjoyed um, some of it. But yeah. what was really boring is the massive, complicated setup for what was rubbish. Yeah. It used to really annoy me. I used to think, why are we bothering? Yeah. They'd be just as happy standing in an empty school hall. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think it wanted it to look like they were paying for something, the parents. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's um, there's some more stories. Should we play a song and come back with some more? All right, then. Do I have some more stuff to say? Yes, um, please. Yes. Um, right. I don't think we could have one of these meme shows without one of the biggest viral meme songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Chocolate Rain, right? Okay, yeah. that is. I mean, it's a classic, right? It is a classic. It must be up there. Old YouTube. One of the biggest... One of the biggest meme songs ever. Meme Lord. Um... Meme Lord yeah. from one Meme Lord him to another me <laughs> yeah. with forty thousand views on a video. Yeah, I'm on my way. Uh, compared right. with Tazon Day, you're like a piece of crap. Uh, no, compared to <laughs> Tazon, fine. If I'm a piece of crap, you mm. are like the Numa Numa or something, right? Numa Numa, that's popular, isn't it? Yeah, but not good. Ah. <laughs> I Is that see. worth it? Uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind being rich and famous for doing crap stuff. <clears throat> well, you're, you're doing it. You're getting there. Well, <laughs> I'm doing crap stuff. You're on the stuff. track, mate. I'm doing crap With stuff. Me. I'm just not getting <laughs> the uh, the views. Yeah, you stick to me, mate, and you will. 40,000 views. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, welcome back to George Vianney and Colton Hoxton Radio. Um, so just before Chocolate Rain, I was talking about... Um, uh, the guy I used to work for and teach drama lessons yep. in my what I suppose is a gap year mm-hmm. um, and they were just sat around in Kent didn't do anything um, yep. so yeah he was he's very very odd mm-hmm. um, and he told me some mental stories mm-hmm. um, and the yeah so these these are some of the things that I know happened I know for a fact yep. that he used to sleep with prostitutes yeah Right? I know for a fact. I know this. Because you went along with him. Because I went along with him. (laughs) No. Because um, one night, one of uh, of my friends who also used to work with him was like, um, oh, uh, we're having a pub quiz thing. Do you want to come to it? I mean, this is Kent. Uh, You you grew up in a bigger area than me. Maybe pub quizzes wasn't such a big thing for you. It was. 
But I feel like, okay, so when I, so like, um, in my sort of, whenever I go back home and visit, f- uh, friends from literally the village I live in, yeah. it's always uh, in a pub. Yeah. And there's generally a pub quiz going on or roast or something. Something, <laughs> yeah. something stupid. Um, and yeah, they were like, do you want to come to this pub quiz? And he was like, I can't. I have prostitutes coming to the house tonight, which surprised <laughs> me for two reasons. One, this was the first I'd heard of it. Yeah. About the prostitutes. Uh, but two, also prostitutes. <laughs> Plural, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's quite strange, I think, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. I've never slept with a prostitute. I've, we've spoken about this before, that we went into a brothel once accidentally. Not accidentally, um, but... No, I've said this before. Mm. Fine, maybe it wasn't for you, but I thought it was a strip club. <laughs> well, you're stupid. I didn't think it was a brothel. Oh, I'm stupid. Why did you follow me in? Because, I don't know, but... It you was sound like... like the stupid one. No. Knowing it... what was going on and not doing anything. No, I knew that it wasn't a strip club, but I was like, we were all going in, so I was like, oh God, I guess we're going to have to do this then. Better take out fifty pounds. Mm. No, I ran off. You can get a lot for fifty. We found out you can get a lot for fifty pounds. Mm, yeah. Suck and I bet Zach went back the next day. Yeah, <laughs> banging on the door. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, that's another story. You can listen back to one of the other one of the other shows. <laughs> I don't know which one. Georgefear.com <laughs> forward slash archive to listen to that. Yeah, um, listen to all of them. You'll find it. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, anyway, so yeah, that that. So my thought was. If I need, if I need, it was a point in my life where I needed to have sex with prostitutes. Yeah. Uh, what's the benefit of sleeping with more than one? Is that just opulence? Uh, yeah, I think it's like getting getting as much as he can. Yeah, for for his money. Um, but why Is that expensive though? Probably, yeah. Because the Central London prices, I know it's for a fact, mm. fifty quid, and yep. you get the works. Yeah, for that it depends on if you're um, an upmarket prostitute. Ah, mm. it, does it? So if you um, come through a door in your underwear and a little little foreign fella's taking you in there in Soho, that's 50 quid. Uh, it wasn't a little you're fo- not foreign prostitute. Fella. It was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was like, who led us in there? No, it was like, a, it was a black man from London. I remember his accent. No. I remember his accent. No, 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 no. No, I don't think that's true. No, no. I, no I, I'm almost certain he was like, um, you want to see Naked Lady? No, no. That was another occasion where we walked past oh, the man and he went, Titty Bar? Like that. Oh, yeah. Titty Bar. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> titty Bar, man. Sorry, you're right. I am mis- mixing this scenario. Is that? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, my point is I don't think you need more than one. Is my point. No. At time. What I want to know is why yes. he felt the need to say, no, I'm seeing prostitutes. What do you mean? So well, what would you rather? Uh, Go to a pub quiz or have sex with prostitutes. So I have to say what I'm doing. Oh, I see. Like, why did he say that? Yeah. Um, you know, he he always would just speak about things openly. Right. Okay. I don't. I, I got the impression he's not a very guarded person. Just speaks yeah. about stuff when it happens. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> no, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So another sex-related story that I found out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird, I think, a bit because obviously I only know him. Because I teach kids, because I taught drama with him, right? Yeah. So it, it, I don't know if you have this, but with like certain people, but for me, he's linked to children. Yeah. So the idea of him having sex with anybody creeps me out. Mm-hmm. And I know that's really uh, irrational. I know what you mean. But it's like, there's a link there that like, mm-hmm. he's, he's with children. The idea of having, him having sex with prostitutes seems really, really awful. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's not, why is it any different to anyone else? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It is weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And it shouldn't. It is is not really. It's like me having sex with prostitutes. Mm. I've never done that, but it wouldn't be any weirder the than lady you, doth even though I work in a school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the gravy mm. the gravy doth the press too much. Yeah. So what, um, what was this other story? Actually, do you want to hear an interesting, a, a very, very uninteresting story about the lady doth protest too much? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's commonly thought of yeah. that people go... Um, Methinks the lady doth protest too much. But actually, it's the lady doth protest too much, methinks. Oh, right, 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 right. Is the actual Shakespeare quote. I don't know if that's interesting. Probably not. Well, I'm just cutting um, So the other story... <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah, well, no, they put the end at the beginning. They put the methinks at the beginning. Oh. Um, so, anyway, the other story is... Um, uh, we were once... Um, uh, so, at the end of the drama lesson, uh, we go and stand outside, and the kids obviously can't leave until the parents turn up and pick them up. I mean, because yeah. this is after school, so, you know, that'd be mental. So, um, we have to wait for all the kids, which is also annoying, by the way, if the parents are late. And also, he goes mental, because he he's planned into this shift to make as much money as possible, that he has about 15 minutes in between one starting, <laughs> one ending and the other one starting, and sometimes there's a 20-mile drive in between. <laughs> So like, so, so like, if anyone was late by a minute, he went mental. <laughs> He's quite quick to anger as well, which I thought right. was funny. Never at me, but just like in general, just would quickly yeah, be angry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and um, anyway, so one one day we were standing there, and he went just randomly went, "Oh shit!" in front of all the kids and ran inside. <laughs> and so I was like, "Right." So I was standing out. I had done it enough. I was standing, and yeah. all the parents, all right, thanks. See you next week. Blah. Then he came out and was like, Has they, have they gone? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, what the hell's going on? And he was like, oh, I slept with one of, the pa- one of those parents the other day and she turned up with her husband. Oh, wow. And I think he knows. Wow. I was just like, what? I was like, my mind was blown. Mm. Because like, he's, he was quite a, he was fairly fit, I'm going to say. Yeah. In the sense of physically fit. Yeah. Um, he was used to wear shorts. I don't know if he still does. I don't know if he's still doing it, to be honest. Right. He was used to wear shorts that were far too small. <laughs> okay. Like, almost hot pants size. Okay. Like, all year round. <laughs> and he was really, really tanned, even though he's definitely white. So I think he used to sit in the sun all day, every day, right. when he wasn't working. Um, he's like a sort of expat, I think. Okay. Mindset of, like, an expat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Um... But just this blew my mind, this yeah. this story. Shocking. Um, yeah, weird. Really weird. Mm. Um, I really, really liked him. I still do. Mm. Um, he came to see Starship once. Oh, remember? I think so. When we were in Rye doing the Starship oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, that was Actually, that was funny. And he was perving over the girls. He was, perv- he was perving over the girls. He was flirting with the girls in the show who were probably about a quarter of his age. No, of course not a third. Uh, yeah, about a third. Um, third, yeah. What did he say? Um, I can't remember. He said something about their dresses. Oh, yeah, because in Starship Osiris, the girls wear quite short dresses. He said something about the dresses. They could have been shorter or something. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, creepy. Um, yeah. Yeah, they lapped it up. They loved it. Mm, yeah. No, as as women did. do. <laughs> as women tend to do. Now, how funny was that event? We went to Rye, which for people that don't know is like this um, seasidey town. Yeah. Although it's not a traditional seaside It's town, quite famous. It? Yeah, but I, I just realised when I said seasidey town, that makes me think like... Um, yeah, well, it's not actually you know, by Dim the sea. Church or, or Blackpool. It's not... Um, <clears throat> but it, it is by the sea. No, it's not. 
What do you mean? It's in there's there's a bit of a trek to the sea. It's about a mile away. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. I was confused. I thought you were going to say some technical thing. Actually, it's a river <laughs> or something. I was like, no, it is by the sea. I've been right. there. I think. Do you know what? Why I think it is? I think because my uh, uh, my friend Blue used to live in Rye Harbour, uh, which was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the sea. Um, <laughs> the <Susan> Harbour. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that was a funny event. We went to do the Sasha Osiris, which, uh, if people don't know, is a multi-award winning five-star comedy show. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, we did that in, in Rye with, in, in a, an event, of yeah. a festival of shows that was all just our friends doing different shows. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it? It was uh-huh. Nassie's, Nassie and Burt, and then Police Cops, and, yeah. and back when they were the pretend men, I think, and then us. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, it was really, I, I, I thought it was really fun. It was one of my favourite ones we've ever done, I think. It was kind of Because it was all... The, the mental thing was, I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then all old people turned up. <laughs> I mean, they were all old people apart from one table of our friends. And my parents were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, 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 and your parents. But, like, it was, it was mental, wasn't it? It was a bit mental. But um, why I absolutely loved it is the whole first half, yeah. there was... So the, the players two halves. The first half's a play within a play. The second half is like a play without a play, like the play, yeah. and um, the play goes wrong. And um, yeah, they uh, they weren't laughing very much at all in the first half, but they yeah. absolutely loved the second half. Yeah, yeah, and this really made me laugh. Do you know what? As an audience, I think they would have loved a serious play about Orbital too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, except it's much more farcy stuff. Probably most of them lived through World War Two. Yeah, so they probably loved it. Yeah. My, my, um, my, uh, most people, old people I uh, spoke to about serious play, absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, play a song, by the way. I think we we've been speaking a while now. All right. Um, whatever, dude. Uh, so, so, dude, we're gonna listen to, um, let's listen to "Chicken in the Corn" by Brushy One String. Okay. Um, you know this song? Remember this song? Um, no. I mean, no. Sorry, okay. I do. I do know it. Okay, good. Um, well, this is Chicken in the Corn by Brushy One String on Hoxton Radio. And we'll be back after this. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Chicken in the Corn by Brushy One String on Hoxton Radio. I quite like, I really like that song. I know you I can't listen to it, so it's hard right. to talk about it. But um, Yes. Yeah, brilliant, that song. Brilliant. Quite. Um, on Hoxton Radio, uh, as part of the meme episode, the viral song episode of George Vioni and Colts on Hoxton Radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian... What's yep. been grinding your gears this week? This is the bit of the show where Ian complains about something. Um, well, this grinded my gears a little while ago, <laughs> but... It's a weird phrase, isn't it? Yes, but it's um, something that I've talked about a lot since because it was so annoying. Yeah, yeah. So Not on the show, though, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Good, good, good. So I, me and George actually both do extras work. So mm. meaning, you know, background acting not acting in films yeah just being there basically um, if you see if you've uh, you, there's a little film that um some people might have heard of called star wars mm. um which i'm in two of are you if they wanted a <laughs> yeah <laughs> if people don't know that i'm in both yeah. rogue one as a death trooper and the last jedi as a x-wing as an x-wing pilot so yeah very nice but yeah you've also done some stuff yes i have um I was in Wonder Woman, but I think they cut me out completely. But anyway, um, so it just, it really annoys me the amount of pointless detail they put into it. And it is pointless and it's a waste of money and resources. So <laughs> this, um, 
This one uh, particular job, can I say, do you think I can legally say what it is? Has it come out yet? I, no, I don't think it has. Uh, no. Okay, I won't. I think you can say who is involved in it. Okay, it's a Steve McQueen project. Um, the director, not the dead actor. No, it's not the dead actor, uh, weirdly. <laughs> weirdly. Um, and so I, I was playing a policeman in, like, the 70s. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I turn up, and they're like, oh, I think your hair's too long, or something. Some <laughs> rubbish. Um, and so, I mean, just to say as well, you don't have shoulder-length hair. No, no. It can't have been that long. Or maybe it's... No, no, it was, it was too short. That's what it was. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. And they were like, yeah, so we're going to have to do something about that. So they spent about, hmm, an hour and a half with me in hair and makeup, um, <laughs> giving me a wig, right? <laughs> I'd love to see that. Cutting my hair, like, underneath the wig, and then gluing on sideburns, right? <laughs> What? I would love to have seen that. That sounds hilarious. And then they put a police hat on. So all of it wasn't showing anyway. So uh, so you were a policeman? So I was a policeman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Why did they need to give me a wig and do all of that stuff if none of it was showing, right? They took, uh. they took so long that, like, the crew at the shoot were waiting for specifically me. <laughs> because... Why? Why are you so important to see? I don't know. And then when I came out and we, like, lined up to go and, um, like, go over there, no one else had any of this treatment. Everyone else... Sorry, it's also worth saying that I I remember you telling me this before. There was, like, hundreds of people there, right? No, this wasn't that big. This one was probably about 20, 30 extras. Okay, so it makes a bit more sense. Um, Maybe there was more. No, there was about 50 or 60. Um, okay, that's stupid then. Doesn't, it doesn't matter if you were there or not. No, no. Um, so, yeah. So no one else had this treatment. It's just me. And they cut my ear when they were cutting my hair. And That's really bad. I'll get back to that later because something later happened. Um, they put a plaster on it. Um, yes. No. Um, so then I went on to the shoot Mm-hmm. By that point, I was already really angry because I was just like, mm-hmm. everything that's happening could be done in about 10 seconds. Um, mm-hmm. So there's one point where, <laughs> like, they had like a massive crane that they were using to film one shot. And it's just like, <laughs> just don't bother. Like, do you know what I mean? You don't need this massive I, I, crane. I don't agree with that, personally. Why? I, I agree with mo- all the rest you've said. Because uh, I do agree that that one shot was probably worth it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Unless they just cut it. But that was just off. one of many things. Like, another thing that happened was... Also, if you had a multi-million pound budget... Yeah, but it's a waste. I'd buy a massive crane. Who cares? Don't give them do you the... Know what I mean? Don't give them the multi-million pound budget, is what but, I'm saying. would you not argue that... I mean, if you were making a... Fi- if I was making a film, I'd want as much money as possible, even if I didn't use it. Yeah, but, like, I've, um... On other sets, like I was on a, a film set for a film set in the eighties, they like had mm-hmm. fake newspapers with like news from the eighties on it that no one's ever going to see. So someone's wasted their time yeah. making that yeah, 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 yeah. and being paid for that. But but again, 
Yeah. That doesn't hurt anybody. That's good. No. That, I think that's better. No, because that's a waste of money and resources. But what's, what else is that money going to go on? The CEOs of the company? No, but I mean, like, when, when like, films, like, spend lots of money doing things, like, wasting yeah. energy, surely it's bad for the environment. Okay, it's a bit of a stretch, I think, but... Yeah. I don't think so. Like, some of the things... Maybe. Like, Maybe. I can't remember, there's this film that Alfred Hitchcock made that's set in a jungle, but he didn't want to go Ooh. to the jungle, so he got <laughs> the jungle and brought it to London. <laughs> Pin up of the jungle. <laughs> um... Okay, so anyway, more pointless things that happen. Wait, what do you mean got the jungle and brought it to London? <laughs> I don't know, you like... <laughs> you sound like a child trying to explain a film. I can't remember exactly what he You mean they he made did. a fake jungle? No, 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 he like imported trees from like the Amazon No, he something. didn't. I think he did. Is that true? I think so. That, okay, keep telling the story because I'm going to look that up. That's insane. All right, That's all right. Um, another pointless thing that happened. So <laughs> they had like some bloke there who was... Um, who owned, like, an old-fashioned car from the 70s. Oh, yeah, that is so annoying, though, isn't it? So he was there, and he was, like, driving people around in it for shots. Some mm. stupid reason they didn't dress him up. <laughs> so they were like, right. So they went over to me and were like, can you drive? And I was like, no. And they were like, right, um, okay, what we can do is you sit in the car next to the owner of the car, yep. make it look like you're driving... And then, like, you get out the car yeah. once he's driven it over to the parking space. <laughs> and all of this was just for one tiny shot. Why didn't they just not bother with that car? It's so stupid. Yeah. Or dress him up. Yeah, or dress him up. Um, but I remember this when I was on a film set once, and there was animals mm. involved. I think it was dogs. Mm -hmm. And they were having to, like, teach people how... By the way, I can't find anything about the jungle thing. All right. Whatever. Might not be true. But um <laughs> but maybe it's another director. Mm. Yeah. Um but um and they were having to teach people how to use these dogs. Right. Just like just dress the person up who brought them. Yeah. <laughs> They're so stupid to walk past in the shot. Yeah. It's not like the extras are actors. Uh-huh. They're just random people. Yeah. It could look like anything. It doesn't matter. It's really, really annoying. Yeah, that's that, that's stupid. I agree with that. Uh there was another bit where they were like preparing a shot and they got a man. They got a man to be, like, part of the scene, even though the camera was completely opposite to where he was. So he was just standing there for about three hours, not allowed to move, <laughs> even though he was clearly not in shot. Yeah, I've seen that happening that's before. So that's so stupid, stupid If that's ever happened to me in the past, I've just walked off. Yeah, yeah. And, I, like, sat down somewhere. I would, I would. Um, and yeah. then there was, that's like... It, I mean, that has happened to me before, I've, and, and I've walked off. Really? Sat down. There was one point... Because I usually go to... I usually ask someone else. I'm like, we're not in shot. I was like, let's just go. Yeah. And then if we get sent back again, then we get sent back again, but... Yeah, there was one point yeah. when, when I was filming Wonder Woman, um, and we were at the train station at King's Cross, and... Well, loads of us were tired, so we all just went in an unused train for about 20 minutes and just sat there. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Well, um, I remember there was um, uh, long periods on Star Wars where there was nothing we were doing. Because I did, I filmed um, mm. The Last Jedi. I think I was on the set for about six weeks. Oh, right. Um, it was really, really long time. Like, I got, I got to know people quite well there. Yep. Like, every day, like, four days. It was uh -huh. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, um, like really tiring, but really fun. Mm -hmm. And um, there was like long days where we were just sitting next to, I don't know if I've spoken about this on the radio before, there was a day where we were relaxing in one of the studios, which is like, I mean, relaxing is relaxing, but like 
Yeah. When they say relax, they mean just sit around for a bit. Yeah. And uh, until we need you again. Uh-huh. And um, we were sitting there for ages playing a board game that someone had brought. Yeah. And then in this huge, I mean, probably one of the biggest rooms I've ever been in my life. Right. Holding bay with bits of set and stuff. And then about four hours in, realized we were literally sitting next to a massive half full scale, huge, well, not full scale, but massive um, <laughs> half of the Millennium Falcon. Right. Like of the outside of the Millennium Falcon, like real size as if it was a spaceship that just landed. And I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, and someone went over there, by the way, snuck a camera in. Oh, right. And they got kicked off. And it was really in- exciting on the day. So yeah. they brought a little camera in tried to hide it. Wow. They'd found it and they'd essentially locked this girl. It was a Japanese girl. Right. They locked her in a room and Mm. didn't let her out. (laughs) Right. Because apparently she signed something which says like, you're allowed to get locked in a room (laughs) if you, yeah. And then they phoned the police and the police came because apparently it's like a criminal offense. Well, yeah. Um, that's quite crazy. Yeah. They do. Uh, they do, um, take these things very seriously. Yeah, some of them. Some always don't. get leaked. And I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I could easily could have brought a little pen camera in. Yeah, I'm sure you could. And I probably would have made a bit of money, mm-hmm. but um, you know what? I didn't do it because I appreciated the art too much. Mm-hmm. Having yeah. said that, oh no, 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 I, I'm not saying what I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> I didn't steal anything from her. Okay. Um. So, uh, right. Well, there, um, there's a little bit more to say. Oh yeah, sorry, got so just a couple of things. So well, I was talking about Wonder Woman as well, mm-hmm. and like another thing that annoys me about these shoots is that like if you got like one bit of hair out of place, they're like <laughs> the 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 people. I don't know who they are. What what is their job? These people, the hair and makeup. Well, okay. No, I thought it was just like the runners or whatever. I, no, I guess it is. Uh, no, they're the they're the hair and makeup for the crowd. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, hair and makeup. Yeah. So they're like going over to you and just like pushing a tiny bit of your hair in, right? Yeah. So stupid, but then it's content. You know, you know why? I, obviously, right? It's continuity. No, but not when you're like part of a gigantic crowd. Um, <laughs> yeah, it still is continuity. Okay, well, the no. Thing is, listen, God, God, tell me what you're because this is yeah, what's yeah, stupid. So they were doing that, right? So I'd filmed two days for Wonder Woman. One day were you was still wearing the the fake hair. No, no, this was a different thing. Oh, God, um, so the first day was like a load of war soldiers going off to the First World War, right? I remember, I remember that scene. Second day was the day the war ended. All <laughs> yep. of the extras were the same extras, so every yep. single one of them had survived the war. Survived. Yeah. But they're yeah. worried about the fact that my hair might be slightly out of place. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, all right, I see your point. That is really stupid. Yeah, yeah. The, if they were doing it properly, they should have got different extras. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, mm-hmm. in 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 cinema. I bet you zero people noticed they were the same extras. Yeah, but I bet you also zero people noticed that, like, one hair is sticking out of place like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so then but I'm they, just going to finish off the story of the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're just going to look like they're doing something. Losers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I'm, I'm not standing by Ian on that, by the way. I don't think they're losers. <laughs> anyway. I respect them. So one more little thing. Uh, I said earlier about how my my ear got cut in hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. You're right. So after the shoot had finished, I'd had a little plaster on it all day. After the (laughs) shoot finished... Like you would in 1940? Yeah. No, 70s anyway. Uh, But I was wearing a hat, so you couldn't see that. World War II? No, this is the Steve McQueen one from the 70s. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And I... um, 
So I was on the train and I, I took the plaster off and it started bleeding profusely everywhere. Oh and I didn't have anything, uh, like I didn't have tissues. So I had to find a newspaper and like, oh God, put a newspaper on my ear. <laughs> and I was horrible. like bleeding in front of people. <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. That's like a nightmare. Yeah, it was. It I was, hate that. And I had a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> so it would look stupid as well. Yeah. And yeah, a really annoying day. Hmm. But we got a hundred quid or something, so worth it. Mm, yeah, I can't remember how much I got. Hmm. Also, another time I um, Jude Law like nodded at me, so that right. was worth it. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, we should play a song now because that was a very long. Link. Yeah, yeah, it was very long. It was interesting though. Yeah. Um, we're going to play another very famous meme song. Yeah. We're going to play the Bed Intruder song. Oh yeah, that is a classic. Also known as Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is Bed Intruder song. Feet Kelly Dodson, whoever that is, in a Bed Intruder song by uh, Antoine Antoine Dodson. Antoine, I imagine. Yeah. Dodson and the Gregory Brothers on Hoxton Radio feat Kelly Dodson. There's so many know? people involved in that, apparently. Yeah, go on. You want to know something interesting about Antoine, whatever his name is? Antoine, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, apparently was gay and has been cured. <laughs> oh, really? He, yeah. he went through gay conversion therapy? Yeah. Ah, and he said that finally. himself. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully more people will do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm joking. On Hoxton Radio, um, <laughs> these views do not reflect mine or the stations. No. They reflect only Adam Willis. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's quite fun being a uh, libeling Adam, isn't it? Mm. Is it's it slander? I can't remember. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's slander, whatever. No, I was going to say, that's like a slander Richard Dawkins true? thing. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say, is it slander if it's written down? Yeah, yeah. One of them's written down, one of them's spoken. I can't remember. I think libel's written down and slander spoken, but who cares? Um, whatever, dude. Yeah, what were you ch- chatting about in the record? Um, I So, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> Adam Willis. <laughs> this always happens. We're always like, we want to talk about something. Like, we're not going to name who yeah. they are. Um, then we do. <laughs> no. So, I no. saw, like, a an online sort of vlog the other day from someone mm-hmm. who was like, I was just verbally assaulted. Like, really upset about uh, it. Before you carry on, yeah. what's the likelihood he's listening to this? Uh, or she? <laughs> zero. <laughs> okay. Um, so carry on then. And they were, like, going on about how traumatic it was. And then they were, Someone like, wrote a blog. Sorry, just a... A blog and a blog. Reiterate that. <clears throat> uh-huh. Um, yeah, and saying how horrible it was and that they phoned the police because they were verbally assaulted, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just thinking, it's like... I mean, obviously, there are some things that people can say to you where, like, yeah, you should phone the police. But, like, mm-hmm. in my head, all I can think of is that, like, they're saying, ha-ha, you're stupid, or, like, you uh-huh. look stupid, or something like that. And he mm-hmm. got so upset and, like, phoned the police. Yeah, what could it have been that it was so horrible that he had to phone the police? Mm, and they're so, like, threatening his life. What's your overall point? Sorry, verbal assault is doesn't mean, doesn't mean anything. Well, like... To me, saying verbal assault makes it sound like they were just, like, saying mean things to him. Rather yeah. than being, like... If he was, like, I was physically threatened, I'd be like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, phone mm. the police. But the way uh, they, they... They just called him a loser or something, yeah. or said he's ugly, and then 
you think that and then he phoned it the was unjustified <laughs> yeah yeah no, but like imagine the police putting the lights on huh and imagine the police putting the lights on mm, yeah. and driving as quickly <laughs> as they can to try and find whoever's yeah. called someone ugly yeah. it's yeah. like playground tactics yeah. But, I mean, that's the sort of thing that at school you can tell the teacher and the kid will get told off. That's fine. Yeah. But as an adult, you can't tell the police and they'll get told off. I mean, I am just it probably won't happen. Here, but the way he worded it sounded yeah, yeah. like they weren't well, threatening. No, him. I think you're right. I think verbal assault yeah. is, I mean, that can be, that could be un- very, very unpleasant. Yeah. But that doesn't sound to me like threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he say he was like crying or something? He said it was the most terrifying <laughs> experience of his life. Um, I mean, I feel a bit bad laughing, but not really, because I feel like yeah. ultimately it probably his life isn't that bad if that's the worst thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Adam has put up with verbal assault, well, <laughs> had until he finally uh, yeah. boil, boiled over, pardon the pun, <laughs> Yeah. Um, recently. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he put up with verbal assault on a minutely basis. Yeah. And the rightly so. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now he's gone and done his own thing where no one's horrible to him ever. Mm. He's just literally, literally, he's living in a literal bubble. The yeah. moment. Blubble. A bubble of his own fart. <laughs> he's underwater and farted and it made a big bubble and he's yeah. in that bubble. Yep. And also he stinks of fart. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, it's got to that point in the show. It's always Clever like a few minutes for the end of the show where I start being really horrible about Adam. Um, but we yeah. can't really do that anymore. He's not here. No. It's like, I mean, we can. I mean, we, have. we can and I'm sure will. <laughs> but like, but it, it doesn't have the same potency. I mean, again, literally, as when Adam's in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so your point is that that's pathetic and he should be... No, I'm just wondering what the like the guidelines are on that. Yeah, because also there's like there's there's threatening behaviour, and then there's like mm-hmm. racially aggravated assault, where it's like yeah, you're like yeah 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 oh yeah, that that that's worth that's maybe worth pointing out that he's white yeah yeah so so it pro- almost certainly wasn't a racial thing unless they were like a different race and they were well, I wonder how often that happens mm. to be honest but yeah yeah. Um, um, I mean, I mean, have you ever walked through the park and a group of black people have come over and started calling you racist things? Uh, no. Yeah, I doubt that's ever happened in the history of the world. Really? Um, well, has it? Why would it? What I mean, mean? What, what is a racist term against a white person? Cracker. <laughs> and you'd be offended by that, would you? Someone called you that. I'm not, at what point was I implying I'd be offended? No, no, I'm saying, like, I'm saying I wouldn't even count that. I would not be offended if someone... I'm not saying you would. I'm just saying I would not be offended if right. someone, if a black person could be a cracker. Or, like, Karen. That's another one. <laughs> Again, if someone could be a Karen, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be massively offended, to be honest. Okay, fine. Um, but, yeah. But, anyway, so what, so what do you think he should have done instead? Just, like, left. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did, didn't he? He ran he, home He said crying. he'd never go back to that park ever again. Oh, God. In case they're there going, <laughs> you look like a loser. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have one question to ask. Does right. he look like a loser? Does he? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So it was completely unjustified. Yeah, so maybe that's why he found a place. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, nice little story. We're going to play one more song. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to uh, say goodbye. So, Go um, yes. Uh, so we're going to play this song and then say goodbye and then... Mm. play out some more songs um so in tradition of what we've been doing the last few weeks but i think forgot last week 
You know who's coming up now? Um, Our old friend? No. It's Dankmus. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Um, and this is this is really funny. I remember this episode as well. This is called Bed Goes Up. Right. Jumbo, when Homer's in the bed. And then, anyway, it's in the song. Um, so Bed Goes Up by Dankmus on Hoxton Radio, and we'll say goodbye after this. Bed what are you goes in up. For? Oh, I get a bed, no, Ned Mark. Flanders is if talking, but I'll get... stop that. Bed goes up by uh, Dankmus, um, oh, yeah. ending what has been a brilliant, meme-tastic mm-hmm. two hours, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have become officially become meme lords yeah. in the last two hours. Um, I have a sage playing... of memes <laughs> by playing only meme songs. Yeah, meme lord songs, meme viral. Yep. Hits YouTube, Indie Rock, Hoxton Radio, yep. Spitalfields Market. Yep. I'm just saying like the tags that I know sometimes are on the show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so thanks for uh-huh. listening, everybody. Um, uh, we'll be back again next Sunday, 2 to 4, with another mm. two hours of jam-packed crap. We'll try yep. and get someone on next week. Yeah. Try and uh, get the person I asked didn't well. respond, so... Yep. Uh, that didn't happen, but um, we'll we'll try and get someone for next week. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you now, if I don't manage it, it'll be Patrick. <laughs> so if Patrick is on the show next week, it will only be because loads yeah. of other people couldn't do it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see if that happens. Although I must say, he's yeah. a good contributor. Yeah, yeah, he's, isn't he? he provides Funny. a good laugh. He's a legend. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Um, so yeah, we're going to finish the show now with a classic. Yeah. We've saved one of the best till last. Um, this is Ain't Nobody Got Time For That, yeah. uh, which is another, like the Bed Intruder song, this is another um, mm-hmm. remix of a news uh, an news interview mm-hmm. um, by, by Sweet Brown, um, who I believe had a very limited acting career after this. Oh, really? I think he was in some of the Medea films. She was in some of the Medea films, which uh, are crap, obviously. So but you yeah, mean the woman the- on the actual news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Sweet Brown. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Okay. I think she was in some of the Medea films and did some other acting things. And I did, God knows what she's doing now. Probably nothing. So, um, yeah, this is Ain't Nobody Got Time For That mm-hmm. by Sweet Brown uh, to finish in uh, George Vianney and Carlton Hoxton Radio. Um, Cheers, guys. So we'll see you next week. Yep. Describes her Bye. Thanks for listening. Experience when she first realized.